and Professor Dre. And Dre, do you know what time it is? No, what time is it? It's time to make some freaking money. It's time to Let's make some go. money this weekend. Uh, we've been hot. The teams are hot. It's a five-game weekend in Prop City, the new name for Denver, uh, because while it is a mile high, the profits are a mile high on props around these parts these days. Insane. Michael Porter Jr. props off the chain. Everyone we say is going to hit a home run just hits a home run on command. That's right. uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to do other than just keep keep picking darts and just throwing them and, and watching them hit. Yeah, we're calling Avs goal scorers. I mean, it's just we, we can do Oh, my do God, no we wrong. called that too. Herman Marquez strikeouts, that has yet to miss. We're going to get that on Saturday or no, Sunday. I mean, it's uh, it's truly prop city. It's amazing. MPJ going four for four on his props yesterday. Um, and we had the story home run, which I which I had out there. It's It's been ridiculous, Ryan. It's been it's been absurd. I, uh, I think this is our first shades only week um and yeah if you've if you rode only with me you made like 12 units this week alone and that's a conservative estimate yeah honestly and if you've just picked our denver sports picks yeah uh i mean congratulations sorry for all the taxes you're gonna have to pay on these winnings pretty much pretty much yeah we're sorry we just gave you a second job you know a second stream of income our deepest apologies yeah, uh we've got five games this weekend mm. unfortunately uh we're gonna have to mine the props and, and maybe tell the people about how we're feeling later on just because uh DraftKings doesn't have props available on all this stuff right off the bat with that being said we can usually guess where these things are going to be so we can get get into a preview of that here in a second We'll talk about all five of these games, um, or especially the main three that we're going to talk about here. Avs Nuggets tomorrow, Rockies tonight, uh, and then we'll give a little preview of the rest of the series there for the Rockies as well. But before we do that, we talked a little bit about the props hitting, Dre, but just about everything's hitting around here right now. Insane. Yeah, it's... uh... It's it's been wild. Uh, the Rockies can do no wrong. The Avs are, you know, they they've gone two for two, winning both games and in different ways. But it really hasn't mattered how they're getting it done. They're just getting it done. Both goalies and goal, they're locked into one of the top two seeds. So we've got that to look forward to. And the Nuggets, even though they've gone two and two this week, and you know, five hundred, despite all the injuries, we've had this emergence of a. Uh, mpj which has just been otherworldly i also think the a nuggets game has yet to go under even though it's risen steadily from you know 218 to 228 to 232 they have yet to go even close to the under um so yeah it's uh it's just kind of been easy to predict with the injuries and how things are going uh we'll see how this weekend treats us you know yeah money printer jr is eight and oh on his props uh, over the course of two games, since they started giving us MPJ props, he's yet to not hit one. Um, yesterday, uh, the unders on the Rockies are cashing just cr- like crazy. I think I've I'm up to six and one on Rockies unders, and now they're leaving. Cor- so they played seven games at Coors Field, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and six of them went under, and one of them was going to go under before Wade Davis blew it. Uh, yeah. So we were we hit another one of those yesterday, a six four yeah. game, which is funny. Like these are high scoring baseball games that they're just <laughs> setting the under so high, the over so high 
that will hit the under and, and cash in on that. It goes way down tonight with the Rockies. But, yep. I mean, as we've gone through here, like, we're basically just going back to the well on everything we've been doing, and it keeps paying off. Yeah, the under six and a half at Coors Field in the first five innings has also been automatic. I was chatting to some with some guys on Twitter who are saying, yeah, that's another one you got to, like, cash in every single day if the Rockies are at Coors Field because it's just been automatic with their pit. You know, their starters have yet to knock on wood outside of Chichi Gonzalez, but then Chichi Gonzalez had a uh, Jeff Hoffman come in and help him out. So, you know, one prop that didn't hit yesterday was Cal Freeland uh, with the win. And that was similar to that Wade Davis under where, I mean, we were one pitch away from getting that one to hit too. And that's baseball for you. You know, it can be such a fickle sport. It just comes down to one pitch, one at bat and everything gets flipped. But that was really close too. Yeah. It's just been, it's just been kind of wild. So tonight with the Rockies or anything else we need to cover on uh, what happened yesterday? No, I gave out some bad baseball picks. So I was like six and five in the end. But what really saved me was the the story prop, um, you know, him hitting mm -hmm. a homer. We were due. So came through and uh, that was an easy plus 300 to to make everything else great. And I did give myself the the more valuable prop of all, which I was giving out on on Twitter which was the MPJ double-double. That came in at plus 163. That hit by, like, the third quarter. Easy. Easy yeah. money. Yeah. Easy money. Um, so let's get into tonight's Rockies game. you got Antonio Senzatella uh, on the mound for the Rockies. Seattle's throwing out – I'm not even going to give an attempt at his name. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. Uh, Kikuchi? There you go. Your guess is better than mine. I like it. Um. And he must be solid. No, I'm just saying, like, he's <laughs> off to a good start uh, this season. The Mariners themselves are not off to a good start. But the Rockies here, man, it just still feels like that th they aren't getting any respect. The Rockies underdogs in this one yeah. against a reeling Mariners team. Yeah, and I, I had to reach out to, to our guy Patrick Lyons, who really knows, you know, the whole MLB so well. And said, you know, how how much does Kikuchi scare you here? Because it seemed like the sports book with where the under was set, with where the Rockies line is set, we'll get into that in a second. The fact that Kikuchi was the first of the two starting pitchers to have a K line set for him. Um, and it, it just seems like he's he's getting really overvalued for one nice start against the A's in his last outing where he had nine K's that went to 10 innings or whatever, but his previous start against the Astros was a pretty rough one. And, you know, last year in his first year starting coming from the Japanese league, he was average at best. So it seems like they're giving a lot of respect to this lefty. And we just saw the Rockies handle a more veteran lefty at Coors field um, much better. But this game just goes to show you what a massive variance there is with the Rockies lines when they play at Coors Field and when they play on the road. And the unfortunate thing here is, you know, Drew Creaseman, our guy at DNVR Rockies, talks a lot about how people don't talk about how much of a disadvantage it is for the Rockies to travel from altitude to yes. sea level. That's the first time. Well, I guess it's not really the first time we were going to see it because their spring training was at Coors. So they went from Coors. Uh, down to Texas. Texas. Yep. They took two or three, but they did score zero runs in that first game. So yeah, just something to be weary of. Uh, it still doesn't scare me. 
And you mentioned it. I mean, I'll just get right to it because this is my favorite line out there. Over under three and a half for the Rockies themselves. That feels juicy. So Kikushi, a guy who this year and last year, ERA around five, like mm-hmm. you and I don't really know him. He's not like some ace. Uh, the the Mariners are a rebuilding team. This this entire squad isn't like loaded with talent, and that includes the bullpen. Um, and so Vegas, who's been setting these overs at insane numbers for this Rockies lineup, that's been doing a pretty good job. I mean, the big names are showing up. Is now saying they're going to Seattle against this like middling at best pitcher and staff and all they're going to get is three runs yeah it's really interesting and and what 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 also kind of baffles me here is you go into the hits because i thought oh boy they're saying that this rocky team is going to get shut down tonight so we're going to get some value on these hitters no they think all these guys are going to get hits (laughs) (laughs) what gives here man nolan arenado uh set at over under 0.5 hits but it's minus 225 you know, and, and uh, Trev is minus 235, and Charlie is minus 240, and Dahl is minus 235. The only acceptable uh, payout here is Ryan McMahon at minus 152, and uh, I don't think either of you are in love, uh, either of you or I are in love with that either. Yeah. So, uh, but, but that's, they, they think that there's going to be runners on base based on that. Right. Uh, and the Rockies have done a pretty good job of getting those guys to touch home when they get them out there recently. And the first five innings, the line set at four and a half. And because I bet on this a lot, you know, the Rockies have played a lot of first five innings where we got right around that five or six threshold. So the over four and a half seems pretty juicy there, too. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, I think this is a sucker's bet. Um, and I, I haven't learned my lesson on it yet, so I might, uh, be a sucker here, uh-huh. but I kind of like Antonio Sensatella to record a win at plus two I'm kind of with you at that value, right? Right, exactly. Um, and but that, I do think this is a sucker's bet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That probably even more so than the K line, which is set at four and a half here, which right around a, a stay away for me but yep yeah and like even I, I do like the under though for their pitcher at four and a half under plus 125 i think On that strikeouts yeah that seems pretty doable i think he was only averaging like 3.6 uh per outing last year so again i there's a lot of overvaluing their starter just based off a of one good outing in his last game against the A's, which, you know, can be a bit hit or miss. So, yeah, there's a, there's plenty of props there. How do you feel about the over in general? I think we both like the, the money line here. I mean, we can agree. At, if anything, this should be both teams at minus 110, not the Rockies at plus 110. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I like the money line. Um but the the my my lock of this game is Rockies over three and a half. Um, I think they're going to go over that easily. So I don't. The eight and a half number feels like it's in a good spot for me. Um, I don't love the over. Although if I had to pick, I probably would pick the over. Yeah. But um, I'm 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 on a stay away uh, on the over under. I love the Rockies over three and a half though. Yeah, I think I'm more bullish on the. Um... 
on the the over in the first five just because I, I feel like we know these starters a bit more and I think the Rockies will be able to jump on them. Though there is to to consider the the moving from altitude to sea level and what could, that could do to them. But yeah, yeah, it's something you always have to be aware of. And and the truth is, it's actually probably more worrisome when they go from sea level back up to altitude, yep. um, where that kind of plays a role because the, the body reacts the same way uh, as yep. it would for a road team, at least in the first whatever amount of hours. Um, however you want to get into the science of that. But uh, yeah, I like, I like Rockies over three and a half. And to be honest, uh, I like that sends it sends to record a win. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the money line. And, and as a, you know, since we're throwing darts on props, I kind of like Nolan Arenado to hit a home run. tonight. I think he gets back on the horse. Interesting. 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 Yeah. And I like the Rockies over three and a half and I like their pitcher under the four and a half strikeouts. So on top of the money line. So there we go. I think we're both down for four, right? Um, oh, those weren't officials uh, for me. You know, oh, you know, oh, you, okay. you know I'm okay. conservative with my officials, uh, but I am going official in on the Rockies over three and a half. Uh, and um and I'll chase a little bit of value here and, and go down officially on Senza to record a win, which is essentially betting on the Rockies' money line. Wow. Yes, yes. Essentially, yes. But yeah. What I mean yeah. is you need the Rockies' money line to hit for that to work. <laughs> yeah, among other things, yeah. Right, right. So uh, you see what I'm saying here. I'm with you. My I'm confidence in Rockies' money line is being uh, pushed into the Sensatella to win mm-hmm. that. Right, 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 right. Okay. My now, should we keep on the Rockies since it's going to be in Seattle the rest of the weekend? We won't know the starter, we don't know the starter for Saturday quite yet. Um, on Sun- the Rockies end. for Sunday, you mean? Oh, no, Saturday, you're right, yeah, you're yeah. Right, you're right, Saturday because Sunday it will be Herman and I will be taking the over K's if that remains set at five and a half, and I'm guessing it will. Um, I'll be interested to see what we can get Herman to to win. To record a win, yeah. yeah, because that'll be a good one. Um, but you know, with Chichi Gonzalez, we just saw Juan Pablo's uh, note there for us that Chichi's been placed on the ten day IL. I can only imagine it'll be Jeff Hoffman who relieved Chichi in that last start and looked really good and has always been kind of in that mix to be the fifth starter. Um, so. I don't know about that one. Tre- I, I would say tread lightly on that one. I was just going to say, I'll tell you right now, that's a stay away for me. Yeah. Um, I, I have no trust in Jeff Hoffman as a starter and I, like him giving up six runs in the first wouldn't surprise me at all. Totally. And I mean, look, just like my parlays, I don't think we can expect the Rockies to sweep all these series, but to right. expect the three, two, one in Seattle, uh, would make a lot of sense, especially with Herman pitching on Sunday and Sensa having the advantage today. So if the one is going to come, it's probably Saturday. So just... are you are you saying the Rockies are going to be sweepless in Seattle? Oh, Ryan, I <laughs> that one I told you way back when is it? I think so. <laughs> it was some variation of sweepless in Seattle. Yeah, I, I, I do. I am I am saying there'll be sweepless in Seattle. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. How did you? that on me like what was the context that you might have used that in there was oh man yeah it was a it was a complex 
I'll, I'll rethink this. But there was it, <laughs> there was a headline where I thought we missed an opportunity. But yeah, what would the sporting event have been for that to be relevant? Is like the, the Rapids? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. I, that's like, I can't believe that was just sitting in my brain and it was because of you. But I'll give you the credit for it. I mean, who knows? Now, now it's possible mine was another variation of sweepless or sleepless in Seattle. Um, okay, so then we have the Abs against the Golden Knights on Saturday. That game is all in for the one seed. Both those teams are 2-0 against the Blues and Stars, so they're playing for all the marbles, supposedly, though anything can happen in the NHL. Yes, Andre, do you realize we are inside 24 hours to when that game will probably happen and it still hasn't been scheduled? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, what if they just never set a time? What if they just uh, like they do a coin flip and uh, Golden Knights and Abs agree that they don't really care who has the one or the two seed? Mm, that I would be in, on board with that. I mean, the Blackhawks could beat the Oilers tonight and oh, close true. that series out. So the fifth seed, which was the one you wanted to avoid as the four seed, doesn't even matter anymore. Well, right. Which, but the one is going to get that 12 no matter what. Because they're yeah, reseeding everything, and they're going to reseed after the round. So, um, so right. yeah, the one seed might end up playing Chicago. Yep. Yeah. No. But, that 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 is the selling point, and we do even have then, the I don't love that. Like I I don't like playing a team that just pulled off a huge upset. There's there's nothing great about any of this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The two seed would it would kind of be better to like lose mercifully, right? I don't know. I, I just, to me, like, there's no great outcome here. Um, it's just you're, it, I shouldn't say there's no great outcome. It's just everything, you're just going to have to go win hockey games. And you can't, you're not, play, you're, you're not going to pull a Michael Malone here and play Puppet Master and set up the matchup you love. Like, just go get the one seed. Bring on in Chicago. That's fine. If you get the two seed, that's fine. Bring in whoever the hell that is, and uh, just go, just go kick their asses. Like that's that's what you got to do. Your cup favorite team. Yeah, you're right. Um, line here, Knights slight favorites at minus one hundred five. Avs a classic pick them at minus one ten. What's really interesting is the over set at that five. That makes the Avs the favorites, by the way. Oh, sorry, you're right. Uh, my bad on that. It's all good. And. Um, over under though five and a half, that's too very high. Very high. Yeah. Well, the the Avs haven't gone higher than four these first two games. The Knights have beat the Blues six to four, beat the Stars five to three. So they're the ones bringing all the scoring here. I don't know the way the Avs have looked. They're just so deep and so solid on both ends. I kind of think that they're the ones who keep this under, right? Yeah, what's crazy is we don't know who's going to start either. Uh, Bedsy didn't give that up today. So, you know, we were talking about this with Rudo on the Denver Sports Podcast, and he said, the rule, you know, there's an unwritten rule in hockey. If you get a shutout, you start the next game. So that would be Frankie. But yeah. he said, you know, Bedner has disobeyed that unwritten rule once before. And he also made the point that both goalies have said, you know, uh, we prefer to have a little bit of rhythm. You know, the more we, the more games we start in a row, the better we start. So, 
you're not like if you start Frankie here, you're kind of committed to you're also starting him in game one of your playoff series. Uh, and, and to me, I'm actually team Frankie in all this. Um, yeah. I, I like Grubauer, uh, and I think that he has the ability to get hot. And I trust Rudo when he says if there's anyone who's going to get hot, hot, he thinks it's Grubauer. I just I have a good feeling about Frankie. I don't know. I don't know how to uh, how to explain it. So I kind of hope he gets the start, but it, it does seem like just Rudo is leaning towards. He thinks it's Grubauer. Um, he put up a similar performance, if not better, against a better right. team. Yeah, from an outside perspective, I would kind of guess that that was the plan. We only have three games, so Frankie's going to get the sandwich one. And I mean, it does send kind of a strong signal if you were to start Frankie here in the all in game for the one seed in the West, you know? Yeah. I mean, you're like, but like you're hitching your wagon at that point. Yeah. To Frankie. Right. 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 Unless of course he, unless of course he falls on his face and now you're in a worse place because (laughs) now you're saying, Oh, Groovy, go save us. You know, like, uh, it's a tough place. You know, these are the decisions that uh, make these guys millionaires. I think he probably just leans back on like Gruby was my number one goaltender. That's who I'm going with. Yeah, I think you have to stick to that and not base everything off of performance in the bubble. Um, I'll say this since we do have props. Um, isn't it kind of crazy that Nate hasn't scored yet? I mean, Mac hasn't gone in goal yet. I, um, I, st- stupidly uh went away made a prop when i suggested the kale mccarr one and uh backed off kale mccarr and put nate in that prop um and it didn't happen kale mccarr of course did so i'm going back to the well and at plus 165 it's not great value but he has to score right and the the knights are letting anyone score so okay so just one thing i want to say on this wait wait to get money down this or i would if i were you um because Mm. i think that if if chicago wins tonight this game from a coaching perspective and you know from an organizational perspective you're saying like we want the 12th we want the 12th best team in on our side of the bracket yes um if they don't i think you almost look at this and say we don't care what happens tomorrow and there's a chance that they could really alter the lineup and sit a guy like Nathan McKinnon. Now in hockey, it's weird because you got it. Like you, you have to have guys out there. Um, it's really hard. Like you can't scratch everyone, um, but right. you can scratch a couple guys. I would just be weary of that from a prop betting perspective. Is just just see what happens tonight before you commit to anything, um, and the, and and then play it from there. Well, that's sound advice. That's sound advice. And to a lesser extent, but similar extent, I feel the same way about Rantanen. Like, oh. I've waited how many months to watch, you know, Mac and uh, the Big Moose score goals. That's what they do, you know? So, like, that that drought will end very soon. So It'd be sweet. I don't even know if I should say this around you, but it's a good thing it's not possible. It'd be sweet if you could parlay them both to score. Yes, that would be sweet. Um, you could points are in play too, but you're giving up a lot a of lot value. value. Yeah, yeah, it, but you could, you know, rack them up with those two giving each other, you know, appling each other up. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, that is everything. We were no, we didn't talk about the Nuggets yet. We have the Nuggets. Um, and of course, we also have to talk about DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. There's actually a DraftKings billboard truck driving by as I speak. Uh, Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for anyone who uses the code DNVR. Don't forget to enter that code DNVR to get your sign-up bonus. Get in on all this fun stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about it in a second here, but we had some fun golf props available this weekend. Always great little Denver sports specials that they like to sprinkle in. Mm-hmm. Profit boosts. All of that stuff. Stuff you cannot get from a bookie, to be completely honest. Uh, but you can get it from DraftKings Sportsbook. And, uh, and it's a great, great bit of fun. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonus comprises of a first deposit bonus and first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, this is a really interesting one. And I know you were talking about Harrison Wind and the ideal scenarios for the Nuggets and, you know, kind of the reasons for even staying in that three seed. Um, And this game on Saturday becomes really interesting because who Harrison was saying would be their most appealing opponent in round one is exactly who they'll be playing, the Utah Jazz. So I guess the play here should be to beat the Jazz so you're more locked into the third seed and they can move down to the sixth seed and be who you get to play? Yeah, you want to beat them. You okay. want to beat them. Okay. Um, we are cra- trying to win. What's crazy here is, and it's a bummer that you can't get in on these things early. I've been telling Harrison that I think, well, and Harrison and I were talking about this last night, and we both agreed. So I guess I didn't tell him this. We just agreed on this. Yeah. The Nuggets... I feel like want to have at least a three game ramp up with their actual players. Now, I don't know if the Jamal Murray thing is, is legitimate or protection. I lean towards it being protection, but I don't actually know. I just think at the worst, if I'm a coach, I want to see a three game ramp up. Now this is, this would be a four game ramp up if he comes in here. So I'm kind of saying I don't expect him to play. Um, And that just, it's hard to bet on the Nuggets right now when those guys aren't playing. Like I'm probably I'll go back to the prop well uh, and, and hammer on some MPJ yes. props, but I don't love. It's hard. It's really hard making money line plays on this team right now when they have no guards. Absolutely, especially because look, these are the 22 best teams in the NBA. Um, the Nuggets have a Western Conference heavy schedule. <laughs> It's a murderer's row, man. You're playing Chris Paul. You're playing Russell Westbrook and James Harden. Yeah, Dame, Dame, and McCollum. I mean, and get ready. Donovan Mitchell's coming to town because that's who Monte and P.J. Dozier and those guys will have their hands full dealing with in this game, you know, on top of Mike Conley. Um, So, no, you're absolutely right. I'll be interested to see where the over set because right now, similar to where they can't set an MPJ prop high enough, and I'm telling you, I doubt, I doubt this is any higher than like 20 and a half. I right? think they, I think they crank it up a little bit. I yeah. think it at least goes to 21 and a half. That I could see that I could see 21 and a half. And then you go from 28 and a half combined points, rebounds, assists to 30 and a half. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You can't raise it much more than like two, three numbers, right? You just unless they it. don't want action on it, right? You either take that down. 
but you say just set it at an otherworldly number where it's like stupid to pick the over. Well, I mean, you could probably capitalize on the hype and say like, yeah, we're setting his over under on points at 26 and a half. Uh, and, you know, see if people want to take that number. The, the crazy thing is like, I don't even feel bad about that if you set it at 26 and a half. I just know TJ Warren, who went off for 50 and then like 30, his number was set at 24 and a half. And he flopped. He flopped. But I think that's kind of the ceiling, right? Yeah, that's true. They're not going to set it that high. They just aren't. So I think you. it's still going to be like two and a half threes. It's still going to be around third, low 30s rebounds assists um boards combined which what he went on just off the top of my head he went off for 41 combined last night does that sound right like dude it's stupid um he doesn't even need assists for any of these numbers no and the the points i think yeah like you said 21 and a half is kind of the max he so scored again, 10 in like the first five minutes last night. Oh, I, I mean, the first three minutes you knew it was over, like yeah. over. Um, and if double doubles is there again, that's probably going to be decent value too. Um, so yeah, I think you just hammer those. You probably hammer the over as well. Um, now, if you give me Jamal Murray in the lineup, it changes everything. Now, now I'm picking the Nuggets to win. Yes, uh, but still, I like MPJ props and. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's guys like Barton and Harris who have to come in for me to start considering the under, you know, and not be bullish on that. Jamal Murray comes into the game. I'm hammering the over three-point line for MPJ because as we were talking with Harrison, mm-hmm. you go from this two-man game to a three-man game where Jokic and, and Murray are running the pick and roll, and it sucks in the defense, and MPJ shooting open corner threes. Yeah. yeah. So... There's a, there's going to be options here, and I and I kind of like us having to talk about it hypothetically because it, then we get to see what, how it actually turns out. Maybe they move it up to three and a half, and we have to you know adjust what we're doing. So right, um, we'll try to be on top of the uh, the Twitter account tomorrow uh, yeah. and pump out some lines that we really like once we actually see them. But you get an idea for where we like uh, these things right now. Yeah, totally. And I mean, we should uh, you know it's. If you had to rank, and this would be another prop I'd love to see as MPJ blocks, because if you had to rank the Nuggets' best rim protectors, where does MPJ fall on that list? Um, It has to be Grant Bull in some order, one, two, right? Yeah. yeah. Is he above Plumlee in the third spot? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. He's insane, man. He's so talented. Dude, he's a 6'10", 6'11", athletic freak, like. He does everything effortlessly and well. It's so dumb how good he is. He has an elite defensive ceiling. He's nowhere near it right now, but like there's nothing that there's nothing that stops there's nothing stopping him from being elite in every facet of the game. No, it's really wild. And I mean, rarely have I had more fun rooting for a prop than like these props. Like well, it's so fun to root him on and just be invested in every bucket, every board he gets. It's awesome. Well, and then, you know, when the ball leaves his hands, you think it's going in every single time. And it usually I mean, does. It is, yes. Yeah, so. um, he, he's scoring at, like, a criminally efficient clip right now. Um, also, man, we should shout out to our guy, Spence. His uh, his pick of Xander Shoffley still looking good as we're going into final cuts today. Yeah, and so that's the one I wanted to talk about. 
Tiger Woods, he is through hmm. nine holes. It looks like or eight or nine holes. And I haven't, I'm not sure if I've refreshed. He's one under, which is healthily inside the cut. But it, the cut right now is projected to be at one over. Um, so as long as Tiger stays on the straight and narrow, uh, that's going to hit, which will be a big one for me. Otherwise, uh, th- that would suck. But, you know, he's he's in there. And then my guy, Justin Thomas, I'm scared to look because he hasn't oh, no. he didn't start off well. But oh, JT. Maybe he's jumped up. I don't know. Oh, just oh, look at him. He's making plays out here. He's one under, uh, two under on the round, one under on the tournament. Right there with Tiger. So, uh, chance for him to make a little move. All uh, right. The top of the leaderboard is uh, flush with some big rounds today. Cameron Champ shot six under. Tommy Fleetwood shot six under. Uh, and then Hao Tong Lee, all alone at the top. Minus eight, and he was throwing darts. He shot five under today, so should be a should be a fun weekend. Hopefully, you know Tiger and JT and some of these bigger names jump up there and challenge these guys at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, and uh, you know this UFC card on Saturday. It's one of those main cards where I don't see a single favorite over minus two hundred. Mm. So all of these are closely matched. You know. Uh, even if you go a favorites only parlay, it's not going to be super. Um, you're not going to lose a ton of value. I do like a bit of an upset in the main event with Alexi Olinick. Um, we've seen him before. He's always tough. Derek Lewis, man, he can change any fight with one punch, but he's a tough guy to root for. So getting Olinick in the plus 170s, 180s, I like that. Chris Weedham, a slight favorite, might be another pick for me. Um, and then uh, Benil Dariush at minus 185 would be the other pick I'd have. And we have Champions League action now, Ryan. Um, I don't care. I would take, I would take Barcelona in. to advance. Yes, and they're ahead. Uh, we'll, Wolves will survive. We'll talk about them next week. That's the beauty is we have more European soccer in August, and then they're back to playing league leagues again in September. It's going to be amazing. So. Wow. Uh, yeah, I would, but you know, uh, Bayern's basically a shoe in because they won the first leg uh, by a mile against Chelsea, so no value in Chelsea whatsoever. Um, Napoli might be a little value as an underdog, but they have to win outright. They can't just sit on the one-one aggregate and against Barcelona. I think that's tough. So I, I take Barcelona to advance and maybe parlay that with Bayern, and you, you can add a little value that way. Trey, uh, my homework assignment for the weekend for you is no parlays allowed. Okay. I'll do that. Uh, I'll do I don't that. think so. I don't think so. But I think the rest of the people, though, should also follow that advice. Not do parlays. Just take my pick straight up because I'm like plus 24 units. I know I'm I'm like 19 and 6 on Colorado picks. You're something absurd as well. You, you're probably like 18 and 2 still. I um, think I have four or five and losses? four well yeah something absurd well we'll have that number for you on monday after we see how things go this weekend redonkulous and uh you know ali's paying attention to all these uh unraveling nhl series uh you know so lots of upsets lots of value we're doing great great doing on the local team so what a week, man. It's fun to have real sports back. It's great to have real sports back. If you guys are looking for something to do, somewhere to watch the game tomorrow, it's first come, first serve at the DNVR bar. Uh, triple header. We still don't know what time the Avs game is, but it's going to be an amazing day 
at the DNVR bar. Regardless of where you watch, though, please enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there, and uh, good luck on all your bets. We'll see you guys on Monday.